UFOs, Bigfoot, paranormal input. Go ahead now, get mystical. Mystery and magical. UFOs, not typical. Bigfoot, not typical. You ask me why I'm skeptical. I say questions are questionable. Is the truth alien to you? Alien to get my message through. Aliens might message you. Aliens are sliding through. The wild signal we're plotting to. Algorithms they find is true. Typical. Skeptic. Shut Got no time for no petty germs, pandemic, a pandemic turn, horror still in Amityville, Bayonet in Gettysburg, Mothman, TNT, Factory, Red Eyes, Loki, Dogman, howling in the street, I'm typically skeptic of what I see, Voodoo Hoodoo in New Orleans, Thunderbird, Swamp Thing, is it real, I was wondering, typical, skeptic, show, typical, skeptic, show. All right, everybody recording. We're recording, right? Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Typical Skeptic Podcast. Um, my guest is an amazing person, uh, well known in the ufology community. Um, for uh, who I have with me is Elliot Marzoli. I'll just cut to the chase. He has a new uh, documentary out called "The UFO Invasion: uh, Uncovering the Dragon's Secret, uh, the Secret of the Dragon." Um, and- and who is the dragon is what we're going to talk about. Ellie Marzoli is an author, lecturer, and filmmaker. He's penned over 13 books, including the Nephilim Trilogy, which made the CBA bestsellers list. He received an honorary doctorate for the series and mentor, uh, who is the provost of the Pacific University University. He was also honored at the Golden Medallion Award for Chuck Missler at the K-House Conference in 2014. His series, On the Trail of the Nephilim, are full color um, which uncovers startling evidence that there has been a massive cover-up of what he believes the remains of the Nephilim, the giants mentioned in the Bible. Marzulli also teamed up with film producer Richard Shaw to create the Watchers series. There are now 11 installments in this series, and Watchers 7, UFO Physical Evidence won UFO Best Film and People's Choice Awards at the UFO Congress in 2014. Marzulli and Shaw took their second trip to Peru in 2014, filming ancient artifacts and megalithic structures at various locations. Also filmed the unwrapping 2,000-year-old mummy skull at San Juan Paracas History Museum, which was revealed in Watchers 8. Marzulli launched a new series, The Watchmen Chronicles, and his first independent film was released in March of 2017. The title of the series is, in their own words, UFOs are real. And the, his website is www.lamarzulli.net, and the new documentary is called The Coming UFO Invasion, Exposing the Dragon's Dark Secret. And I want to give him a big warm welcome to the show. L.A., thank you for coming on my show. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me on. Merry Christmas to you. Uh, yeah, that's. I think I'm going to wait and put this out on Christmas because this is a great big episode for, for that. Um, but this is a very serious subject and, and um, something big is going on now. It's weird because I get two different camps of people on my show. Um, I get people who say that the UFOs are or not you know that aliens ufos are here for our good that there are space brothers and stuff like that but then your opinion's a little bit different you you're in like the more like the david jacobs camp that they're 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 not here for our our best interest correct yeah absolutely uh jacobs and i uh basically hold the same view but there's a nefarious agenda that's going on here with these entities although we differ as to who and what they are which is fine but we agree, you know, Jacobs is a real smart guy, in my opinion. And he's, he's looked at this now for decades. And we've interviewed him in our Watchers series. And he believes, as I do, that there's, there's a breeding program going on. What David Jacobs doesn't get is that this has all been prophesied 
in the biblical prophetic narrative. And at the very end of this number four in our, in our UFO film series, exposing the dragon's dark secrets, we link it back into ancient prophetic texts, thereby exposing the dragon's dark secret. That, that's as I was going to say. Now you talked about in your coast to coast interview that this film, this new film, the coming UFO invasion, might be your most important film to date. Is it because of that? Yeah, I mean, what we've done is we, we've connected the dots. Um, we've got four people. There's no collusion between any of these people until the end of the film when we, I bring them all into a Zoom room, a Zoom chat, and then they meet each other for the first time. They've all seen the rough cut, so they've seen the video. They've seen the film, but they've never met each other. So there's no collusion why I'm filming it. They don't know, you know, Karen has never met Angela. Angela's never met Emil. Emil's never met Al and around and around. There's no, no collusion there at all. Four people, they've been taken from early childhood. The women become pregnant. The child is taken. The men are violated. Sperm is taken from them. This is a breeding program. And all we've done and it's the only film like it that I'm aware of. There might be others out there, but I'm not aware of it. Showing four abductees telling their story on camera. This is what's going on. This is what happened to me. And, you know, we had Al Matthews in on the very first film. And Al, uh, you know, talked about his abduction phenomenon. But this is a whole different deal. When you look at Karen, um, who was abducted since she was five or six years old, um, this woman is, you know, is broken on some level, um, even though she's like, you know, healed up. But what, what happened to her was absolutely traumatic. And she talks about it on, on camera. And at the very end, you know, I get I get her last statement. And I just let the camera roll and I leave that in the film because it's unnerving and it's supposed to unnerve the audience. You, you really want to go up and, and tell me that this woman or you want to go up to her and that she's making all this up. Nonsense. It's the best kept secret. It's like the man, it's like a supernatural Manhattan project, if I can use that analogy, because the dragon has kept this way under wraps. And these people are threatened. If they say anything, we'll kill you. We'll kill your parents. We'll kill your husband. We'll kill your children. That's the way the game is played. And, and LA, it seems like they're like the mafia. Like the it seems like the, it reminds me like the aliens are almost like the mafia in this situation. Is that is that a good is that a good metaphor almost? Well, the, and you can make a case that the mafia is in league with the dragon on some level. Where did they get their power from? Santa Muerta, the drug cartels in South America, where do they get their, their power from? Who's, who do they pray to for protection? It's the dragon. So it's always the dragon, always, always, always. Well, that's a good question. Who is the dragon or what is the dragon? The dragon is a, is a fallen watcher angel. Actually, he's a cherub. Um, he fell... Thousands of years ago, we don't know the exact date. Nobody does. He took a third of the host of heaven with him. So the seeds of the rebellion must have taken, we don't know, a year, a thousand years, 2,000 years. We have no idea. But there was a rebellion which completely manifested in this three-dimensional uh, planet called Earth. But you also look at the astro asteroid belt, also look at the planet Mars, Something's going on here. There is a hidden history that's been obfuscated for the of the world. So the gray aliens are the spawn of the fallen on ones, or, or the, 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 not the not the Nephilim, because the Nephilim were the spawns of the fallen ones, but the gray aliens would be like a spawn of like demons maybe, I guess, right? Is that what you're getting at? No, not, not at all. The grays, in my opinion, 
are avatars. They're biological suits. They're they are biological constructs for the demons to inhabit. Let's walk through this. You have a fallen angel and you have a woman. They, they come together and they produce a hybrid entity known as the Nephilim. The Nephilim are soulless. They are in a fixed state. They are irredeemable. When the Nephilim perish in the flood and also afterwards, right, they become the disembodied spirits that roam the earth, i.e. demons. How do we know this? The Book of Enoch tells us exactly what's going on. So demons need something to inhabit. In order to manifest in this reality, they have to have, have a body, whether it can be a doll, it could be a, a herd of swine, pigs, it can be a human being, it can be whatever. And that demon attaches itself, goes in. And so the dragon goes, I've got all these demons here and I needed to manifest on planet Earth. How do I make that happen? Well, he creates a biological suit. Now, on the other side of the aisle, there's a woman who's been taken since she was a young girl. And, but she's got the Stockholm Syndrome, in my opinion. There's a recent book which came out with all of her testimony. And in that book, she talks about the grays. You can stack them up like chairs, she says. What's that? To my point, and I got there, you know, a couple of decades ago. I remember calling up the late David Flynn because I'm looking at Roswell going like, I know it's a deliberate crash, but what am I looking at here? And, and I said, David, is it possible that the greys are some sort of biological avatar? And he said, exactly. So he was on the same page as I was. That's that's amazing. Now, uh, I, I, was, I was thinking about Daryl Sims because I interviewed Daryl Sims a couple of times. And he feels that, like these aliens are cloned as well. He says hatch cloned or manufactured by fallen angels. So do you kind of fall, fall in that? But they're, you're saying these are demons like encompassing the avatar, right? Demons are actually Correct. encompassing the avatar of the gray alien. Correct. Fallen angels do not need a body to manifest, and they can also change their appearance. They can, they can appear as an angel of light. They can appear as your great-grandmother if they want to. They can do whatever they want to do. But those are the fallen guys. So, you know, the bad guys, the watchers. So there's this whole hierarchy of angelic entities we get glimpses of it in the biblical prophetic narrative, but we don't get the full picture. And no one has ever sat down with a fallen angel and basically interviewed him. I mean, it just isn't going to happen. So we put the pieces together from what we see manifesting, take that and weigh it with the biblical prophetic narrative, and a picture begins to emerge. And that's what the film is about. There's a picture that emerges that shows the dragon, i.e. Satan's, the fallen angel, the fallen cherub, it shows his endgame, which ties back into an ancient biblical prophecy. Their seed will mingle with the seed of men, but they will not cleave to them. So who, who are they? Who are the seed mingling with the seed of men? Can't be men, right? Otherwise, it's the same seed. So their seed will mingle with the seed of men. The word cleave, the late uh, Jim Willems, not the late Jim Willems, he's still alive. Sorry, Jim. Uh, he's a colleague. Jim Willemson um discovered that or did, did the deep dive on that. The word cleave there is the same word that we get in the Genesis 6 narrative of, of taking in marriage. But there's no marriage contract in what's happening in modernity. They take the women, they impregnate the women, they come back at the end of the first trimester, they re-abduct them, they take the child out, and the child is grown on the ship in an artificial womb. Think that's crazy? Guess what? A week or two ago, they were already talking about artificial wombs. We've got them. We've got artificial wounds. We can do 30,000 a year, 30,000 kids a year. 
Interrupt. This was on. This was on. I thought this was insane. That it was actually on Fox News. That there was. I have it written down here in my notes because I went because I know you you brought it up. Abby Hornsack on uh, has Abby, a Fox Abby News Horn- show, right? Yeah, Abby, Abby Hornsack has got an, a show on the Fox News Network on abductions. So, with all due respect to Abby, I mean, you know, Abby, this is my wheelhouse. I've been doing this for decades, but I'm not a player like you, and I don't have that paper degree. So, you know, I'm kind of eh, a conspiracy theorist, blah, blah, blah. But everything I've been warning against for the last almost 30 years now has come true on some level. It, it's We're ramping up to full disclosure. There's no doubt about it. Abduction phenomena is real. Um, there was a, we talk about this in number three of our ongoing UFO series where I talk about the ladders of disclosure that were on different rungs of this ladder of disclosure as we go up to full disclosure. The top rung is full disclosure. So where are we? People ask me, well, LA, you know, where are we? When's disclosure? I don't know when that's going to happen. Nobody. It could happen tomorrow. You know, mile wide craft over, uh, you know, Kiev or something. Who knows, right? Nothing would surprise me at this point. But the bottom line is uh, there's one of the ladders of, of the, uh, one of the rungs on the ladder of disclosure, Brett Baer, Fox News, states on the record that some women who were taken aboard UFOs find themselves pregnant. And he just lets it drop. So, Brett, excuse me, can we have a couple of paragraphs here? What, pray tell, are you talking about? That's my wheelhouse. I've been, been talking about it for, we've done films on it, and now number five in the ongoing UFO series really exposes that in a way that, again, there might be another film out there. I'm not aware of it that, you know, people have talked to abductees before, but not all, not four of them. And not all of these guys coming clean and telling you, you know, in graphic terms, what happened to them. Oh, I've got a question. Does it, do they discriminate on who they're taking or, I, I mean, how many just of us are being taken? Is it more than we think? I mean, yeah, it's way more than we think. And we have no idea what percentage of the population they are looking for something certain genomes, certain certain gene pools, certain DNA information. There's no doubt about that. So these people are handpicked. Al Matthews has a twin. Al Matthews' twin was never taken. Al was taken since he was five, six years old. That's insane. And then do you believe, like David Jacobs says, that they're walking among us, that there might oh, be hybrids here too? There's, there's Look, here, here's a perfect example, all right? And I cover this on my own show. Supernatural confrontations. So this man is, is sitting in a pickup truck. His fellow worker is next to him in the passenger seat. They go to a fast food restaurant together. Normal, sunny, you know, 12 o'clock, let's get something to eat at the fast food place, okay? They go in, they order their stuff, they pay for the window. They go up to the second window. There's a woman there, hands the guy the bag to the window. He takes the bag, hands it to his friend. He goes back to the window like this to get the bag, Grabs the bag, the woman's face shapeshifts. Half of it's human, the other half is iridescent and like an alien. He, they both look at each other for like one, two, three. She covers her face and runs away from the window. A, a fellow worker in the fast food restaurant goes like this as she goes running by. Wow. That's it's, just, like we're living, it's like we're living in the movie V. We are, we are there. I mean, look. People, let me tell you another one. This woman is at Walmart. If you want to find out what they look like, go to Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) Go to Walmart at two in the morning and brace yourself. 
you will see hybrids and they're, they're usually in twos. They have a handler with them. So the handler has been abducted numerous times. They beam, that, they beam the, the hybrid and the handler down to the Walmart parking lot or wherever. <laughs> they go in and they hand, this is all Dr. David Jacobs, not my study, his study in his book, Walking Amongst Us. And the handler shows them different items and how to, how to deal with all this. So this woman is at Walmart, three o'clock in the afternoon, not three in the morning. And she's just shopping at Walmart. There were two or three other people in the aisle. All of a sudden, this woman comes start walking down the aisle, but she's 12 feet tall. Oh my God. She's 12 feet tall. She's dressed very nicely. I said, are you sure it's not a guy in stilts? You know, a guy in drag on stilts. She goes, absolutely not. She says, the woman walks down the aisle. Everybody turns and looks at her. This woman came up to the woman's waist. The top of her head came up to the woman's waist. So oh they estimate her at 11 or 12 feet tall. The woman goes down the aisle, walks out of the aisle. Everybody kind of looks at each other. They go back to shopping. That's called UFO brain fog. It's called UFO brain fog. Because that's it's what happens. They, they 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 disturb our memory on purpose so we won't notice them in their in our environment, right? Yeah. I'll tell you another one, and this one got you know upwards of a hundred thousand views on our channel. Uh, it's it's I think the title of it is the most chilling encounter I've ever heard. So this man is in Norway. Uh, he's a fan of the show. He's a Christian. He and his wife are shopping. It's about nine o'clock in the morning. Beautiful summer day this year. This year. And all of a sudden, um, they're at the end of the aisle. And all of a sudden over here, this woman appears kind of from nowhere. Blonde hair, wearing this very strange clothing, like a skirt and a blouse with threads that he's never, never seen this type of clothing anywhere. Okay. And the woman goes like this. She kind of serpentines down the aisle. Oh, my God. He never saw her feet move. She gets within five feet of him. The hate that's coming out of this woman is unmitigated. Never experienced anything like this. His wife, the man's wife, is now hiding behind the vegetable stands. She's totally freaked out. This entity, the blonde hair, lifts up her skirt, exposing her genitals to the man. She's not wearing any underwear. He oh. turns away. And then he remembers, rebuke first, ask questions later, a phrase that I coined a number of years ago. He begins to rebuke her in the name of Jesus. All of a sudden, it's like she's way over here at the end of the aisle again. And then she just disappears like that. That's insane. That's a lot. So, that's a, I mean, like, I heard the, I heard you say that on coast, and I couldn't believe it. And I was like, I mean, I'm like, no, I, I can believe it because I believe in the abduction phenomena. But, like, it's so insane. Like, it's so, uh, I mean, they're, they're really walking among us. Like, so how do we, I mean, like, is this coming down to, like, would you say, this is something I didn't hear you talk about on coast, and I'd love to get your opinion. Like, is this coming down to a big spiritual war? Are we in spiritual warfare? And what do we do to fight this? Well, I mean, First of all, when he rebuked it, when the man in Norway at the vegetable stand rebuked it in the name of Jesus, he took authority over it. He took authority over it. And that's why the thing, boom, and just left. And just in an instant was at the end of the aisle again. And then he, I, I said, how did, how did she leave the scene? He said, she just disappeared. I said, did she run? No, he said, she just disappeared. 
It's a, it's a, it's a very intense interview. As a believer, we have authority over these entities. There's no doubt about it. We have the authority over them because the spirit of a living God is within us. But this is end time stuff. This is all written about in the guidebook of a supernatural, i.e. the Bible. It talks about this. But you've got to know how to put the pieces together. And you have to be indwelt with the spirit of a living God to be able to do that. Yeah. Now, I, I also said I wanted to get your opinion on um, Dr. Roger Weir's work, because I, I, I'm a big fan of, of like what the, I think that, that I think what Dr. Weir was doing kind of shows evidence of like that there was something going on as well. Like that, that, that he found these like these uh, implants and they were in some kind of biological casing. Have you looked into that? What do you what are your thoughts? Well, our, our team was the only Christian team that ever took an implant out of a guy. And that man's name was Emil, and Emil is in our film. Wow. And in the film, if you notice, I actually walk the viewer through the through the removal of that implant. I don't show the whole clip from Watchers, but I, I walk the, the viewer in our new film, you know, the, the dragon exposing the, the dragon's dark secrets. Um, and and then I we show the implant. We talk about what happened in the operating theater. It's all there. This, whoever is doing it has spent an inordinate amount of time and resources to create these implants and then implant them in people. People are Al Matthews is a perfect example. But Emil was the guy that we interviewed way back in Watchers who consented to interview for this particular film. And in that, he talks about, you know, being abducted. You know, they put locks on the doors, locks on the windows so the kid couldn't get out of his room. Then he finds himself outside. And he looks right at the camera and he goes, explain that to me. You know, what am I, an escape artist? Explain that to me. You know, the locks are still on the doors. He didn't go through the door. He didn't go through the window. You know, he went up through the ceiling or through the closed window because that's how they're abducted. So they, they can manipulate. These entities can manipulate space, time, matter, and energy. And here's the deal. I'm on your show. We're talking about this stuff, right? The Christian church is woefully ignorant of this and has no idea of how late the hour is and that the coming great deception is almost here. It, it's, it's happening. It, it is happening. I'm not making this stuff up. 20 years ago, you could say, well, you know, like that's, you know, maybe it's a possibility now. It's like, you know, what, how much more evidence do you need? There was a UFO flap a, a two days ago or a couple of days ago in Wisconsin. George talked about it last night on, on Coast to Coast, and we talked about it yesterday also uh, on our UFO weekly update. Um, yeah. Wait, what was there? There was a UFO flap in Wisconsin? Like, what, what did it say? What did it, what did it show? Well, it just showed there was video of it. Um, it was a craft going like this, and then it just flies by and disappears. Um, it's, popping into, it's popping into our dimension and then abruptly leaving our dimension. So in your mind, do you think that this whole um, idea of, of something extraterrestrial is kind of like a psyop, whereas like it's really an interdimensional thing that they're coming from another dimension and the yeah. extraterrestrial thing is kind of a thing to kind of like say, oh, look at this, but it's really not this, it's this? This is the coming great deception. Um, people will believe the lie uh, because the Darwinian paradigm acts as a springboard from it. The Darwinian paradigm doesn't work because you look at the deoxyribonucleic 
double helix of life, the DNA molecular structure. Where did that come from? And the neo-Darwinists realized that, you know, all the, all the primordial slime and lightning bolts, eh, it's not going to create DNA. It's just not going to do that. So where did it come from? And the neo-Darwinists, who are anti-supernatural, looking out there to the stars. Uh, Stephen Greer is a perfect example of someone who holds to that paradigm, that we were seated here by an advanced race of extraterrestrials. Uh, Richard Dawkins believes that we were seated here by an advanced race of extraterrestrials. L.A. Marzulli believes that we were not seated here by an advanced race of extraterrestrials, but that we were created in the image and likeness of a loving, holy God. But there's a cosmic war which is spinning all around us, and the biblical prophetic narrative, i.e. the guidebook to the supernatural, tells us exactly what's going to happen in the window of time that we find ourselves in. And that's why, if you've got a chance to watch the film, The Coming UFO Invasion, Exposing the Dragon's Dark Secrets, at the end of the film, I connect the dots biblically, prophetically. Remember, when I talk about this scripture, this is 2,500 years ago, when the angel was telling Daniel two things. The messenger was telling Daniel, Daniel, seal up the words of this book until the time of the end. Whoa. Well, what's the time of the end? Well, the angel clarifies it for us. Men and women, men will run to and fro over the face of the earth and knowledge will increase. Well, until the advent of the airplane, men did not run to and fro over the face of the earth. There was a ship, but that was it. Now, on a daily basis, the airports all over the globe, people are just going all over the face of the earth constantly. Little kung fu thing there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They run to and fro over the face of the earth. And then the angel says, and knowledge will increase. Well, go back 2,500 years ago, as Chuck Messer used to say, it's flatline. Knowledge doesn't increase until Gutenberg and the printing press. And then you get a little blip. It's the same deal. Gutenberg revolutionized everything. And then you get the Industrial Revolution, and we're going up like this. Finally, in the modern era, it's exponential. So, Men and women run to and fro over the face of the earth. Knowledge will increase. That unseals, that tells us that the book of Daniel will be unsealed. The prophecy is written 2,500 years ago. I said it before. I'll reiterate it. Their seed will mingle with the seed of men, but they will not cleave to them. There's no marriage contract. That is exactly what is going on in the modern-day biblical, um, in, the, in the modern-day abduction phenomenon. Coupled with that, you get Jesus's words. It'll be like the days of Noah at the coming of the Son of Man. Well, what does that mean? See where I'm going with this stuff? It's all there, but if I say that to you and you're biblically illiterate, you have no idea what I'm talking about. Oh, well, that's kind of interesting. I wonder what that means. What differentiates the days of Noah from any other time in history is the presence of the fallen angels taking women of earth and creating a hybrid being known as the Nephilim. Giants. Giants. And you can either believe that or you can call me crazy. I really don't care. But the evidence of the Nephilim are global. They're everywhere. You found the, that evidence. Like, we get, going back, you went to Peru and you found the, the, the elongated skulls. Like, you've really put time in that. And, like, you've, you've proven it in your films, right? I would, well, is it conclusive? No, it's not. But the DNA showed us that whatever this thing was, came from, originated from the Middle East. So that supports our hypothesis that these are not Peruvians. 
that did not come from the land bridge at the end of the last ice age. They sailed over here about 3,000 years ago uh, during the conquest of Canaan, which fits our paradigm and fits our hypothesis to a T. But yeah, archaeology yeah. doesn't like that. And I was going to say, does you do, like when we look at like the Book of Enoch and like the Anunnaki, does it all kind of link together? That yeah, the, the, the Anunnaki are just another word for the fallen angels coming down. You know, people on the other side of the aisle make us big. Oh, the Anunnaki! Oh my God! So they just fall and watch your angels. Get over yourself. You know, yeah, that makes yourself. sense. That's all they are. I mean, the Anunnaki parallel what the Watcher Angels did all day long. It's all it is. It's just another account of exactly the same phenomenon, the same event going on on the planet. I agree. Now, I, I wanted to ask you one more question because I know you don't have a lot of time, so I won't take this too long. I wanted to ask you, you're, 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 I thought found this very interesting. You're, you're, you're also doing a film on crop circles, you said, and then you're also doing a film on animal mutilations and human mutilations. Can you talk about that a little bit and how that segues into your next, your next part? Well, the, the, the cattle mutilations is later in the year. What we're working on now is the crop circle film. Um, it, it'll be out in January, God willing. I mean, it will be out. Um, and I think this is its going to blow the lid off of something. We're calling it Convergence. And I'll just leave it at that. We're calling the film Convergence. And what we're going to show in the film will be freaking mind-boggling. I mean, it will really be, it'll blow people away. It'll absolutely blow people away. So, and, I mean, we've got do you think this is like the, the them doing this, like the 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 watcher or the fallen yeah. angel? There's no doubt in my mind. There's absolutely no doubt in my mind that these entities. This is exactly the same thing. It's been going on for thousands of years. This is the end game. We're exposing the dark secrets of the dragon. That's what we're doing. Well, here, here's one thing I wanted to ask you. Do you think that they try to make these crop circles fancy and? make it look like look like it's an expansion of consciousness like they're giving man knowledge like they're giving us something like they're, they're like they're expanding our awareness meanwhile it's there it's a ruse is that kind of like what's what's kind of going on here there's always, yeah there's always this quid pro quo in the book of enoch they gave mankind knowledge the crop circles show that something is going on here that these entities can can lay down the crop so it's interwoven but we've got a crop circle here in the United States that blows everything right out of the water. Absolutely blows everything. This is not a hoax because you can't do it. You can't do it. You, you cannot, and that's all I'm going to say about it. You cannot duplicate this with a bunch of men or women in a field with, with stock stompers. And that's all I'll say about it. You can't, you can't do it. You cannot. It's impossible. And we show that the crop has been laid down like this. It's woven together, woven together. There are 43 circles in this thing, and it coincides. The, the, that crop circle was laid down um, at a very important date for myself and for my colleagues, and that's all I'll say. And I'm, I'm deliberately creating mystery because I have to. I got to protect our intellectual property. This will be out in January. Uh, we're, we're traveling to an undisclosed location next week for the last interview, which um, I hadn't planned on doing, but, but in producing the film, um, things just came up. And I went, oh, my gosh, I have got to interview X, Y, Z, because he's got the goods on this. 
but we've already got the goods. You know, it's, it's, it's in the can already. This is the icing on the cake. So it's going to blow a lot of people away. I'll be speaking um, in Texas at the end of, uh, I think it's January 22nd. Go to our website, lamarzuli.net. I will also be in, in Phoenix, Arizona next week. If you have a, a pastor of a church or you want me to speak at your, I'm, I'm there Tuesday and Wednesday night. I will speak either night. You just got to let me know. Tuesday night would be better. I'm just throwing that out. Next week, you know, in, right after Christmas, I will be in Phoenix on Tuesday. I would love to speak um, at an event, and I'll do it for free. So there you go. That's that's cool that you're, that you're doing. Now, can you tell everybody where to find you said your website, but can you tell everybody where they can watch the film, where they yeah. can buy the film, and, and all your other films? And thank you so much for doing this. This was great. Thank you. Pleasure's all mine. Go to lamarzuli.net, lamarzuli.net. You can also go to our streaming site, Instant Gratification, by going to streaming at la streaming.lamarzuli.net. Streaming.lamarzuli.net. You can all the all the films are there. You can just download them and, and watch them. If you want the hard copy, we have a sale on the four park. So it's it's UFO one, two, three, and four. There's four films in there. So that leads us up to number five, which is the crop circle. Number six is on uh, the cattle mutilations on number seven. We'll wrap the whole thing up in a big bow, and that'll we'll have seven films. I, th I think we'll be done at that point. That's awesome. Uh, uh, thank you. This, this has been amazing, and uh, I'll put, I'm going to put it out around Christmas time, around Christmas Eve or Christmas. So um, great. I, I think the audience will really like it. Thank you. And remember, All folks, right. in Phoenix on Tuesday, I'll come and speak at your church for free. Awesome. And until next time, have a good night.